Hello everyone and welcome back to Pass the Salt. Very glad that you're here. I believe this is episode 18. So we're almost out of the teens and almost to the 20s, which is very fun. Today's guest is also very fun. She is someone who broke a record with Salt and Light Youth Ministry. She was the youngest summer intern in the history of Salt and Light Youth Ministry. And that is, of course, the one and only Cassidy Ray Ness. She probably strongly dislikes that that's always how we introduce her with that statistic. Um, But it's just really cool. You wouldn't know that she is someone who's on the younger side of life because she has a lot of truth and wisdom and honesty to share that people older than her don't always have the gumption to share. We talk in our conversation that you're about to hear about surrender and what it means to hand something over to God. And we talk about how that is sometimes a lot easier said than done and she gives just some practical things that she's thought through for a long time about surrendering she gives some really helpful advice and I think that the advice about surrendering is advice that you will really cherish because I know that I did and um yeah surrender is one of those topics that's like a buzzword in the church and we talk about it a lot like just hand it over to God or just, you know, let go and just surrender. But it's really, really challenging. And it's not just a one and done thing. It's a daily choice. And so that's what Cassidy and I talk about. And um, I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Another thing before we pass the salt is that all youth leaders, uh, youth group volunteers, worship leaders, people, um, pastors, anyone who works in some sort of ministry with students in a church or nonprofit, anyone, you are all formally invited to the breathing room. This is an evening for you, no teenagers. It is on Thursday, December 9th at Camp Hill UMC. We are hosting this event for you guys. So if you are one of those individuals or if you're a student or a parent who knows one of those individuals, tell them to um, make sure that they are going to come to the breathing room. We haven't posted about it yet on our um, social media, but we will be doing that this week. This is the week of Thanksgiving. Um, So you can follow it on Instagram and on Facebook if you haven't already received the invite to your email. I hopefully did invite everyone to their email addresses, but I realize there's probably some people that I don't have their email address or for whatever reason, didn't receive that. So please know that you are formally invited and um, follow us this week to get all the details from social media about that. But we'd love for you to come. There's worship. There's um, just some interactive like activities for you to try out and just exhale. Um, So I'm looking forward to sharing the breathing room with you guys in just a couple of weeks. So it is time to hear from Cassidy. Let's get to it, everyone. You know the drill. Let's pass the salt. Oh, one itty-bitty teeny thing for you to know is that the first couple of minutes of the podcast, um, Cassidy's volume is a little bit lower. If you just turn up the volume, um, you'll hear her fine. And then after a few minutes, you can hear her crystal clear, loud and clear, um, just a few minutes in. So just so you have a heads up, I had a little snafu that was figured out, and um, it's quickly resolved, okay? We're passing the salt. Let's get to it. 
All right, Cassidy. Hello. Hello. We just finished a Zateo practice. Because Zateo's happening in February, February 4th through the 6th. That's when it is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'll be there, and I'll be there, and we'll do the things that we just practiced right now. That we just did right then and there. Yeah, right there, right, there, right in that spot. <laughs> so, all right, let me give the backstory. You and I already interviewed for this podcast in July, and it was a great conversation in this building, but a different spot in the building. And then my computer didn't save it which is really sad that's the second you're the second person that this has happened to you and alexa both conversations gone but since then i have solved the problem of storage on my computer and i have learned how to do podcasts better and now that problem won't happen knock on wood so we're good so we have a couple minutes to talk tell us about yourself like your name, your age, what you do with your life, so that we can know you a little bit better. Yeah, okay, um, I'm Cassidy Ness, my middle name's Ray. I really like my middle name. Yeah. I'm a Star Wars character. Um, <laughs> I have two sisters, I love them both. Their name's Kayleen Courtney. Hmm. Um, I go to Cumberland Valley High School, I'm in 10th grade. Um, I am a skier, I love to ski. I love to run. I work at Duck Donuts, um, and I'm a part of Cumberland Valley Young Life. Nice. <laughs> awesome. So you work at Duck Donuts. That's really the most important thing we need to know it about really you. Is. <laughs> I mean, that is my identity right there. <laughs> Duck Donuts employee. Duck Donuts employee of the month. Hopefully, do they do that? They don't. Ah, uh, not I yet. Great. <laughs> so what inspired our first conversation was a seminar that you gave at Impact um, many, many moons ago. Um, and you talked about surrendering and what it means to like just surrender your life, surrender yourself, surrender a desire, a sin, surrender anything to God, just that act of like being open and surrendering. And um I'm interested to hear why you wanted this summer to study this topic of surrender. Like what drew you, like what was your interest? What drew you to the idea of surrendering? Because you are fit, you're 16, you're 15. I'm 15. At the time I was 14. Oh my gosh. So some might say that's pretty young to be talking about. This is a big topic of surrendering. So what drew you to that? Well, I think for me, just the theme being mighty close, for me, a lot of the times I find when I'm like stuck then I realize that there is like I can obviously like find the obvious thing that's kind of a barrier between me and the Lord and I think that it's really important to be able to surrender that um, and it's really not easy because I tried for so long and um, and there's just like there's desires that I have there's so many worldly things that keep me especially as like a 10th grader in high school there's a lot of things that can get in the way um, of a relationship with the Lord, so I think it's really important too to realize, like, I don't know, surrender. Here's one of my big t points that I made was like, surrender to me had always been some like big thing. You do it at church camp on the mm -hmm. top of the mountain, and like as the summer progressed, I just realized that it could be something that you do every day just to grow a little further in your relationship every day. Mm. It doesn't always have to be this like mountaintop, one big like around a campfire. I'm surrendering right now my life's changed i mean sometimes people yeah, have sometimes those moments is, but, yeah. 
it can also be a daily choice of just giving back, like giving up to God, giving something back to God. Surrendering can be a daily choice, which I like that that's a point that you draw upon. Why do you think it's hard, especially let's talk about for your age group, for teenagers, why do you think it's hard for teenagers to make that daily choice of surrendering something and in in that place of whatever you surrender, like giving that time and that energy and those thoughts to God instead? So I think, especially in the high school atmosphere, I think it's really easy to get caught up in fear of what is beyond what you're going to surrender. I think a lot of us, we have so much going on, whether it's homework or, I mean, whatever. High school is rough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But whatever's going on, I think that it's so easy to just get stuck there and find comfortability in something, um, something that's not of the Lord. And then it's it's really easy to be afraid of what... um, what he has for you beyond that because um, it's unknown and the unknown is scary sometimes but I had this analogy of like sitting in a puddle mm-hmm. when like a river's in front of you and like when you're sitting in the puddle you know you're not going anywhere um, mm-hmm. you're just kind of sitting there so while it's scary to move forward and it's scary to push past those things um, it's like ultimately to know that you're going somewhere better mm, like choose the river yeah choose the river the puddle. <laughs> That's a really cool analogy. I love that because when you're sitting in a puddle, like there's still water around you, you might think exactly. this is fine. I'm right. in a puddle. It's Yeah, it's that feeling of like, I'm fine where I am, so why would I need to go further? Yeah, but there's a, there is a difference in the river. Yeah. The water's moving. There's like shallow and deep ends and rocks and rapids, and life is a lot different and probably more worthwhile and exciting yeah. in the river. Um, so what if someone listening is in the puddle? Like they could be doing more, they could be surrendering, but they're kind of stuck. Do you have any advice for how to make surrender like a daily part of life? Well, funny story. (laughs) Tell us. (laughs) Funny story. Um, if you had asked me two months ago, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, oh yeah, read your Bible. Cause I was kind of like in a state where I was in a puddle. Mm. But what's really cool now is two months later, I've been working on it a lot. Nice. Isn't that kind of cool? That is So cool. now I kind of actually do have something to say. Um, <laughs> yay. <laughs> yay. God deleted it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, <laughs> you know what? Maybe God did. And God was like, now we're going to talk. Right. Bring it. <laughs> but just like a testament to this summer was, yeah, I was, I was a little bit stuck. I was a little bit stuck mm. in my own little puddle. Um, and I think just actively pursuing first of all the lord like pursuing things of him um mm-hmm. yeah and just pursuing atmospheres where you know like that you are um like less susceptible to fear hmm. and like there, like there's some sort of like people around you or like at, even if it's just sitting in your bed like i don't know thinking about jesus um some like a place that you are like fully like you're vulnerable to what he has to say but you're not as vulnerable to like the loudness of the Mm. world. Um, And I think like for me, it was really helpful to be on Sotomont this summer because um, I know everything was for him, which was really nice. And I think too, part of like surrender is like the let go portion of it. And so I was like, oh, I'll just forget about this thing. And Mm. then I learned that surrendering, surrendering is almost the complete opposite of Mm. just like not thinking about it. It's choosing to think about it 
but in a manner of I'm thinking about this so that the Lord can take it. Like I'm, mm. I'm purposely going to think about this and I'm purposely going to think about giving it to him hmm. rather than just trying to let it go and like push it down the steps because it's just going to come back up the steps. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so there's a lot of wisdom to what you're saying because a I like the choosing a safe space to spend time with God Mm -hmm. like where you're not going to be distracted and you're not I really like your emphasis on a place where you can't give in to fear Mm -hmm. Um, a place that doesn't bring up anxieties and fears in you is a great place to spend time with God and to think about God and be with God Um, but also like man there's this mentality, I think, in Christianity of like, oh, if there's something taking up your thoughts and taking up your time and maybe it's something hurting you or, you know, whatever, um, just be done with it. Like, just don't think about it or just let it go. And I like that you're saying it doesn't always work that easily. Yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> sometimes you need to look at it and be like, this is a real thing yeah. and I'm going to invite God into it. Right which changes it completely. (laughs) Doesn't it? Doesn't it? (laughs) Like for me, it was always, and I just broke this habit. And so I hope and pray it doesn't come back. A little thing was like always um, being on my phone at night, like Mm. before bed and just scrolling endlessly. Yep. (laughs) Forever and ever. And imagine if I invite God into that, suddenly I I don't want to scroll anymore. (laughs) Like it changes, but you can't, it doesn't mean you have to ignore something. You might have to look at it and yeah. give it to God. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what advice would you have? And this might be a hard one to answer. Mm-hmm. If there's a youth leader who has teenagers and they want to encourage their teenagers to surrender or like be an active presence in their teenagers lives as the teenagers are trying to surrender things, mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for youth leaders from a student perspective? Um, From a student perspective, it's a little hard to think about what a youth pastor, but I know thinking about it, what what really helped me in like, I don't know, my battle with with surrendering was Mm. having other people involved in it, just like Mm. an accountability aspect of it. So I think like, well, I think as a student, it's really easy to be resistant of Mm. like any help. It's like, no, 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 I'm fine. No, 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 I'm fine. Yeah. and as I'm learning, like, too, like, my friends um, are all the time saying, like, oh, Cassidy, like, just tell me what's wrong. And I think a hmm. lot of, like, that's helppful. Yeah. Um, it really is helpful um, just to talk about it with someone else. Because that also goes back to that space mm. where it's, like, you know that you're somewhat protected um, of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think I think just keep pursuing because eventually I feel like, I don't know, I've been, for me, like, I feel like if you keep saying, oh, what's wrong? Eventually, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you'll break them down. <laughs> you'll, you'll break them. Just keep trying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's become like a joke in society of like, oh, teenagers don't like open up or like mm-hmm. you can't get them to talk. But there's good reasons why. For sure. Like, what do you think? Do you have a theory on why young people aren't quick to sometimes tell the deep things going on in their head? I mean, I know for me... It's kind of ironic because of what we were just fracking into Tateo. Hinty, hinty. Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's because I like to deal with things myself. Mm. I like to have control over it. And I think that's a big thing just as like a young person sometimes. Um, it's like everything else has control over me and I'm kind of just yeah. in this life 
hmm. doing a bunch of homework. Um, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, I got this. Like, I got this. It's all like, don't worry about me. And it's easy to kind of, especially being a Christian, thinking that like my biggest job is to help others. And mm. like my biggest job is to include people and like give my, like give Jesus through me. I don't exactly look inward and think about like fixing myself hmm. so I'm just like oh I'll, I'll worry about that later what's wrong with you you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah but it's, yeah I I don't know I think that's a big thing it's just like we like to take things into our own hands out of an aspect of thinking that we can do it but we can't always do it on our own yeah no and it's true like when you're young there's so much that other people are controlling about your life mm-hmm. your schedule what you do with your time like so much is in the hands of others and so maybe in a way it feels like good and feels safe to be like what I choose to share or not share is up to me like that's what I have control yeah, over right um, but it's sometimes a false sense of control because really like you said we we can't do everything on our own. Right. And we do need the help of others um, more than we think, not just teenagers, but adults too. Um, What do you think, and I guess this is a little bit off topic, but we can bring it back to surrender. (laughs) Um, And you might've already kind of explained this in your answers, but I'd like to know what you think is the hardest part of being a teenager. I think it's just, um, well, I think it's the century that we've grow out, grown up in. I think it's, first of all, we all have phones, which, blessing and a curse, blessing and a curse. Mm. Um, and I think it's just, like, um, with teenagers these days, like, we all we all kind of has an, have an aspect of what our future should be. Hmm. Um, at least for me, like, I know, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm going to go to college. I am going to right. have a job that gets me money. I am going to, yeah. you, you know, it's, like, kind of set in stone, and I think that, like, that can be really hard because I know like a lot of people um, in my classes, like we're all so stressed about like mm. doing everything perfect here so that we can have the perfect future and the perfect outcome that we're, we think we're meant to have. Yeah. It's kind of, it's another thing about control. It's like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to control this. Um, so yeah, I think it's just like societal pressures. That sounds a little cringy, but it's no, true. It's true. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. man. And I bet COVID just threw all of that for a loop. <laughs> for sure. You guys sure. like lost like two years of your life. Yeah, I don't even remember eighth grade. Yeah. I guess I remember a little eighth grade, uh, not ninth grade though. Yeah. That, like, in like 10 years from now, there's going to be a lot of like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, that's traumatic for a young person, for anyone, but especially at like one of the most pivotal times in life. Yeah to just have a blur of a year that's that's heavy um but yeah I think there's something that we all can learn from that and probably agree with like there is societal pressure Mm -hmm. and there's things that feel really out of control and so much that feels like almost too much controlled so when you think about all of that surrender is probably like the ticket to peace oh ding ding, (laughs) bingo I was yeah I was just about to say something about that because I think for me, a lot of the stuff that I needed to surrender was my desire to, like, mm. I don't know, my desire to, like, fit into these societal pressures mm. and my desire to, like, be perfect in the standards of, of the world and what, I like, I should be fitting into this mold. Um, and I think, yeah, I think, all right, I'm going to hit it back to, like, Kindergarten Cassidy, obsessed nice. with the movie Balto. <laughs> it's, it's a movie about Huskies. Okay. And I have an Australian Shepherd right now. 
great. It's okay. Movie Balto. Uh. So he's making this journey to get like medicine for his little girl, mm-hmm. and then he has this little goose friend, and but Balto's always like made fun of because he's low key like a wolf, not a dog. Oh. Um, and so the goose says to him, "A dog cannot make this journey alone, but maybe a wolf can." And I don't know. <laughs> I love that. That's a good but line. I know. I know. The goose man. Goose. That goose was a wise goose. The wise goose. And I think, like, all the stuff that we have planned isn't necessarily, like, like, if I'm just thinking about what I know, like, is meant to be. Like, mm-hmm. that's just the will of the Lord. That's yeah. all that I know is is really right in my mind is what um, what he wants. That's what I want. And I think like me trying to fit myself into this mold that someone else has created is me trying to mm-hmm. be a dog <laughs> when you're not a dog yeah. um whereas like he has created you to be something else mm. um so it's almost like surrendering the will to be something that um that you're not i guess because mm. he's created you for a purpose that's not like someone else's yeah surrendering your identity or yeah. like what you want your identity to be right. in in hopes and pursuit of what God has for you instead. Right. And I think that's important to like emphasize that on the other side of surrender, it's not that your life suddenly is empty uh, and like is suddenly lost. Like you're gaining something when you give up. Exactly. And like Jesus says, like, would you want to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Mm -hmm. Like you're gaining something better like right. it's not it's hard when we think of surrender it's like a, uh, we're losing and you do lose something you're you've been familiar with and been making a priority in your life but in place of that you get peace you get yeah. like who you're supposed to be you get right. the will of god not the will of chrisanna or cassidy um what has life been like for you on the other side of choose like consciously being aware of surrendering and choosing to surrender it feels a lot, yeah, a lot more peaceful, but also a lot more just, like, not peace in, like, a solemn way. Mm-hmm. I guess peace in, like, a like a happy way. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm less focused on, like, on all those other things that, like, I'm not just reading the Bible 24-7, but, like, yeah. like I can put better focus into other mm-hmm. things. Like, it's not just, like, oh, yes, I do this and this and this and this. It's, like, clarity. I, it's, yeah, it's I feel clear about what I want to do and... Like, there's still so many other things that, um, like, that weigh in on, like, different situations. But I think, like, knowing that what I've been struggling with has, like, I'm kind of on the upward end of that now. Mm. It kind of feels like this weight has just been lifted. And it also gives, like, after you surrender, you're like, wow, God's so cool. And then (laughs) it's just this, like, this renewed hope Mm. of, like, wow, like, this should be something that I do every day. Mm. Like, why would I not want to? Um, and I remember <laughs> we were at a camp and like the whole thing was, yeah, like chuck this rock off this mountain, your life will be changed. Okay. Uh-uh. So I threw this rock. I was like, nothing changed. <laughs> threw the rock. <laughs> threw the rock. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, I went to sit down and I looked up. I'm like, a sky full of stars, really pretty hill. It's my, it's my favorite place. Mm. It's, it's called Cathedral Hill. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite hill. Um, and then this like, this girl comes over to me. And she just starts talking, like, these words. And I was like, holy goodness, these are just coming right out of the Lord's mouth, aren't they? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of like, I think the initial feeling right after surrender isn't always as glorifying Mm -hmm. as it can seem. Um, 
it's like, oh, I will surrender this and I will then be ha- perfectly happy. I will be, yeah. um, so, and I think that's kind of a misconception just because you surrender doesn't mean it's automatically perfect. It just means that you're kind of on a step towards. Yeah. It's a baby step. Yeah, you, you got out of the puddle. That doesn't mean you're in the river. There's right. a bank first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes you end up back in the puddle. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's like a lifelong surrender is not one and done. No. And like we've we've hit on that. Like it's a daily thing. It's a decision that we make over and over and mm-hmm. over. And sometimes the thing we surrender is gone for a while and then it comes back. Right. And like that's why there's grace. And that's why we, like, Jesus's whole purpose was forgiveness. And sometimes who we need to forgive is ourself. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to show grace to is ourself. And there's one thing, too, that I thought of. Like, in being a teenager, I think a lot of the time we see ourselves as, like, we, we know, like, we are, we're not worthy of God's, of all that, ha- all that he has for us. He just gives grace. And I think a lot of times it's easy to get caught up when we think about barriers and we think about surrendering them. We think of ourselves Mm. We think of the barrier, and then we think of the Lord on the other side. Mm. We think of like, okay, yeah, I'll get to where the grass is greener, and I'll get to yeah. God. When reality, it's, it's yeah, we'll we'll get to what He has for us, but He's He's on your side of the barrier. Mm. Like He's mm-hmm. He's on your side of the barrier, and even if it it doesn't feel like it because you seem so distant from like distant from Him, it doesn't mean He's on the other side of the barrier. It just means that He's pushing you towards Mm. something or he might be preparing a little hole in the barrier for you you know (laughs) that's such a powerful image I mean I've done that too it's like okay there's this thing this like heavy thing in my life and God's on the other side of it and if I get rid of this thing then I'll be able to be with God or like then God will love me and that can be a motivation too like Mm. oh like once I surrender God will be there but it's so much easier (laughs) when you realize that like that's like he's there before you even do that like, yeah and like god's gonna help you surrender like that's right. the purpose of the holy spirit to like prompt you and teach you and like the bible says the holy spirit will weep for you when you're crying yeah. like you're upset holy spirit feels that and is is side by side with you facing whatever that thing is that barrier yeah um so man girl you could write a book i could write a book maybe you will Maybe yes. I will one day. Um, Although I really don't like English class. Oh, uh, well, right now, maybe next year you'll love English class. That's true. Maybe, maybe that's I'll have favorite. Mr. Labra next maybe year I'll and everything will change. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> um, man, this was really great. It is one minute till our time is over. Oh, wow. So well, <laughs> this was quick. <laughs> but I love um, getting to hear again um, everything that you have to say about Surrender the Puddle guys don't stay in the puddle don't buy into the lie that god's on the other side of whatever it is barrier whatever the thing is in your life jump into the river and every day even when you're just on the bank mm-hmm. choose to take another step and think about taking another step mm. every day make that choice think that about think point. about the puddle think about getting out of it mm-hmm. think about what it takes to get out of it and then do it and then, yeah, and just then do, do it, it too. <laughs> Nike, yeah. just do it. <laughs> yeah, and we're sponsored by, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and also come to Zateo. Oh, yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah, <laughs> we would really appreciate it if you came to Zateo. So tell your youth leaders if they didn't get tickets yet to do that. Because the, the prices are cheaper right now. So do oh. it. Oh, is it early bird time? No, early bird's over. So oh. now it's middle bird. It's the Soon middle it bird. Soon it'll be late bird. So hurry Yikes, up. Yikes, don't be a late bird. Don't be a late bird, guys. Get out of the puddle. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Cassidy. This was great. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, bye. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>